Send help. Graham is gramming. Yo, Graham! Oh, oh, what's up? <laughs> oh, you wanna do a podcast? Alright, let's go. <laughs> Rapping over vocals is literally lip syncing. If you have no choreography or stage performance planned, you're whack. We need to stop pretending this is okay in the underground. This Facebook post got 104 comments. There's one comment in particular that I wanted to bring up. Yism's comment. He said, it's not that deep, fam, in my opinion, but to each his own. That a lot of the responses that I got ignored the conditions that I set. This is the Graham Radio Podcast. My name is Graham and welcome to the show. Today's episode is one of my favorite people, Psych Montano. And if you are just listening to this, you should go to the YouTube and watch the intro clip with the chicks because it's hilarious. And then you can go back to Spotify or Apple. Anyway, this is Psych Montano. This is his third time on the podcast. He is a lyrical rapper, New York smart dude, and we talked for a long time about a lot of stuff. You can check him out at, at @psychmontano and you can always check me out at Graham Radio. We went deep on this podcast and I hope that you jump into the deep end. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Graham Radio podcast. My name is Graham. Enjoy the show. I mean, dude, I, I just, I put on so much fucking sunscreen when I go outside. My eyeballs are on fucking fire. Oh my God. Psych, psych, Pontango, psych Montano, that dude. Hello, psych Montano. What's up, G? Psych Montano, rapper, psych 101, mansion music, 222, or is it 222? It's neither of those. What is it? 222. 222. Fuck. It doesn't matter. Though. Third time on the pod. Yes. Exciting. Best Keys to the Crib mm. by uh, Best of the Bay, which is cool. You and Albert J both won that. Shout out to Albert J. Big shout out to Albert J. <laughs> Hello, Psych. It's good to have you back. Yeah, man. It's been a hot minute. Oh, my God. It really, really has. Dude, have you been? Yes. Yes. You've just been yes. Yes, I've been. No, yeah. a lot of, a lot of stuff. I mean, I know that I know on. that you are being. That's one of the that's that, that's one of the songs on on I, on two twenty two. Yeah, terrible, Graham. That was pretty good. I feel like that, that was, was pretty, pretty funny. mediocre. Pretty mediocre. You're better than that. Okay, you know what? We should give the audience a little bit of context. Can you explain what you rolled up on when you walked up to the studio? What? Well, when you walked past the <laughs> when you walked past, <laughs> right now when you walked past the gate. What like what what did you roll oh, up on? coming here? Yes. <sighs> By the way, I am of course drinking Rolling Rock. Graham. Mm. Never a dull moment coming onto the podcast. That's Come on, for man. sure. Of course, never not. a dull moment. So okay, since you don't want to explain it, I will gladly explain. Um, yeah, it's your shit, bro. So <laughs> I was at the pool, and I was surrounded by just some hotties. And you just rolled up on me and you're like, hey, can we please do this podcast? That is literally not what happened at all. I'll do anything. And I'm like, no, like, come on. Like, seriously, you want to do that? So that's the first time hearing of it. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it wasn't cool, man. But I'm willing to do a podcast with you. <laughs> like, OK, fine. Graham, you can't be pulling up to the pool to hit on girls in the apartment complex you live in. There's, there, <laughs> it's not that's not where you find. They were love, really attractive. <laughs> sure. 
I mean, okay, so no doubt. I should give you a little bit of background of what was. So I, I rarely go to this pool, but I do. That's probably for the best. I do. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? So I do go on a lot of walks. You know, I'm a walker. So I was on a walk. To, so sometimes to prepare for podcasts, I'll go on a walk. Kind of like, you know, jog my brain, get me ready. That's your powwow. Po- podcast time. Wait, let me change your, let me make you look a little bit better. Bam. There we go. More of psych. Like anybody needs that. So I was, on, I was on a walk and then I was walking back to my apartment and I see three beautiful women walking into the pool. Now I live right outside of the pool and it's very rare that three beautiful women are at the pool. So I'm like, you know what? All of a sudden I kind of want to go to the pool. <laughs> so, That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I, I knew that you were going to be on the podcast and I knew, obviously I knew that you were coming to the podcast. So I text you, listen, man, just walk over to the pool. And you walked over to the pool, and I had a little skit prepared. <laughs> it's like <laughs> slavery when people don't know about it. They had no idea what they were getting into. I think they were probably scared. Then, Let's just do what he says. He's not asking for much. Dude, here's my thing. I'm not, I, I'm very, like, I'm, I'm not, like, intimidating Cause I'm so fucking nice. Like the way that I asked them to do the skit was like, "Hey, if you're down, you don't have to be, but For if sure. you would like to, you just For sit sure. over here, look good, and pretend to think that I'm funny." And that's pretty much what happened. I'll post the skit later. But <laughs> it was it was pretty solid. I mean, at least I thought so. I never uh, have anything wrong with the fearlessness. Thank you. Do you think that I'm fearless? Psych. Be honest. Yeah, sometimes to a fault, but that's okay. Yeah, and it, it, these it, things happen. It's just it's just who I am. Well, dude, I want to talk about two. I want to talk about two twenty two, and uh, if you're just listening to this, you should go on YouTube right now because I am showing the album cover of two twenty two. I'm assuming that Jack took this album cover or no? Yeah, Jack. Did, yeah, we did a photo shoot. And we where did, where we was it in that big warehouse? Yeah. Where where is that? Where is that warehouse? You're asking the wrong guy. Okay, that's plug it in the GPS. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, you <laughs> I know, mean, it's in Tampa. You know what I like about this, and this is going to be such an obvious thing to say, but like, it just it it just looks so much like you. Like, obviously, it's a great picture of you, but I feel like it, it captures like the essence of Psych very very well. It was supposed to kind of like because a lot of the stuff that I have is like like mansion music is like a drawn, excuse me, a drawn kind of like photo from uh, Alyssa Thompson, right? And then Psych One Hundred and One was Joe DeCunto. That was completely like original art. But I wanted this one to like not be so embellished and not because it's really it's not a story necessarily. It's more of a chapter, um, but there's no like storytelling concept or component to it. So it just needed to, like you said, kind of embody everything. So I told Jack, I was like, I need to we need to do a shoot and do something clean that doesn't kind of adulterate anything. What do you you mean by it was a chapter? Like the project, so it's Psych 222, it's my second EP. I still don't have a full-length solo album, so it's really more so kind of just an installment in the evolution of my artistry. And if you've, you know, like you, if you've been around since Psych 101, you've heard from Psych 101 to Mansion Music to Psych 222, they're in very different domains as individual projects. Like it is kind of telling the story of Psych and how I've kind of like come to be in this position, but from a creative standpoint, you can't really compare them you know some of the songs really don't sound the same especially mansion music being that intermediary between 101 and 222 there's just so many different angles that were taken uh creatively that kind of like make the catalog really diverse even though it's only uh not including my lp on my website i only have 
14 plus 12. I have 26 tracks out. How many tracks do you have recorded that aren't out? Oh, I mean, dozens, but that's right. just, you know, it could be drafts, it could be an idea. You know, if it's going on a project, it means it's ready. So, I mean, always working on new stuff. There's, you know, it's never the full. So, is it fair to say that 222 is Psych 101 Part 2? Not Psych 101 Part 2, it's just Psych Part 2. Okay. So this is just another solo EP. The only feature on it is DJ Keys, so there's no vocal features He's on there. He's scratching. Yeah. On, 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 on Psych. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, which is really dope. He's absolutely bodied that. He did it in a very small, with a very small amount of heads up. Uh, I had somebody else slated for that, but they weren't able to do it, and the timeline was kind of getting down to the wire. So I reached out to DJ TMB from up north. He was kind of wrapped up in projects, so he couldn't do it, but Keys was like... Yeah, tell me what you need. And it was like the perfect timing, and he absolutely bodied it. Oh, my like, God, he killed it. I'm, I'm such a big fan cool. of scratching because it's such a, a like a classic art. Mm -hmm. And to be able to throw it into a modern EP or album or single or whatever the fuck, yeah. it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, the reason that I asked if 222 is sort of Psych 101 Part 2, it, the obvious reason to ask is they're both a, you know a three-digit number. And also, like you used one of the same samples. Yes. Yeah. So the first track is from the Beyond. Wait, from, is from Beyond Elsewhere? No, it's from no, Thundercloud. From Thundercloud. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's from Thundercloud. Uh, Mike had flipped the same sample just on a different beat. He put ended up putting that. Beat. Wait, sorry to clear. Mike. Mike. Yeah, Mike Mass. Yeah, Mike yeah, Mass yeah. had put the um, the same sample from Thundercloud on a different beat. Put it on his beat tape. And when I heard his beat tape, I hit him up and I was like, "Absolutely nobody's getting that." Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, "I have to do something and kind of respond to the song in a way." It's in the same part of the the track list as well. Yeah. Um, so I was definitely excited to be able to kind of do that because there is kind of a story, excuse me, being told, but it's not like in the beginning and then here's, you know, this isn't Disney. That's not Hercules. We're not just watching. It's not as simple as watching someone grow on a chronological basis. If you break the projects down, all three projects, uh, 101 Mansion Music and 222, there's a lot of things in there that people have questions about that are very much prevalent. It's just you kind of have to. Who's listening? You know, mm -hmm. my music is very much not a one listen track. Oh, that was cool. If you like it, you'll listen to it two, three, four, five times. And that's just because it's dense. Yeah. The, the way you that know? I listen to lyrical music is I listen to the song for the feel the yeah. first time because, you know, it, I feel like it's sort of ridiculous to analyze a song the first time that you really listen to it. You got to just sort of understand right. the feel and then go back and really, really like focus on those lyrics exactly well, it's kind of like reading a book like when if you read a really good book i know the good books that i've read in my life i've read twice if not three times kind of like rewatching a tv show yeah. that you really like you really like um you catch the foreshadowing oh my god yeah you see you kind of yeah. see like oh okay i see how they set that up now oh my god, wait, have you seen uh, game of thrones i've watched the first season okay well uh i'm gonna give you some pretty epic spoiler alerts right now okay do you care uh all right sure. so the theon Greyjoy. He is, uh, I don't know, one of the characters, and literally the first time that you meet Theon Greyjoy, he's fucking a girl. And multiple times throughout the first, second, third, fourth season, he's fucking women, he's talking about his dick, and all this stuff. In the fifth season, he, get his dick, he gets his dick cut off. So going back and rewatching, you're like, oh my god, that was the example that you wanted to. That's the, that's the first example of, of all of the things. You're not like, yo, man, the ending of The Sopranos was crazy. I just needed to watch it again. This well, man that, got that's, the, that's and the, the first example okay. of foreshadowing that I thought of. <laughs> it's a great example. It's because because now when you go back and watch Game of Thrones, you realize how into Theon Greyjoy's own dick he is. 
And then it's like he gets it chopped off. And then he becomes Reek. Reek! I'm Reek! Okay, so I'm really destroying I Game haven't of Thrones seen it, so you're, I can't help you. It's foreshadowing. So tell me more about the foreshadowing in 222. Uh, <laughs> you, you just, my whole appetite is, no. I mean, it's not even foreshadowing, it's just, you know. But, you know, do, do we ever cheers? cheers? Salute. Salute. It's like, you know, you, know, you know I love you, man. Like, you know, uh, and we've talked about this before. Like, it, you're one of the biggest reasons that I moved out here. Because Right One put 101 on his story, and I was already planning on coming out here. And then when I listened to 101, I'm like, I'm moving to Tampa. So, uh, it, it's just like, it's great to see the progression. And, you know, we've developed as a French, as friends. You know, a lot of people that I have on here, they're not like my friends. You know what I mean? They're the artists out here who, who I right. like and I respect. But you're a friend of mine, and we do shit together. Right. Yeah. So, like, it's just awesome to have you on because... We've just, like, I feel like we've seen each other grow as artists. Right, absolutely. Well, I mean, we were both uh, very much involved in a lot of different things that were going on in Tampa when we first arrived out here. You know, I think we both came in 2019. I I came... You you might have been right before, like, No, no, I came right at the end of 2020. Like, no, no, I think that my first... Yeah, my first day here, because I passed the bar exam in um, November. No, because I met you at Rock the Park. yeah. No, well, that wasn't in 2020. We met at Rock the Park in 2021. No, yeah, yeah. COVID, COVID was not a thing when I met you. That yes, COVID, yeah, oh yes, it was. No, it was. Yeah, you want to know why it was? No, it was. Think about the Rock I the Park that we met at. We met at the Rock the Park that was outside of the uh, art thing where perception was. Performing. And there were mad people there. We dude, didn't meet, dude. Dude, in, it, I, I love. That we did not this. meet in 2021, Graham, because yes, we, we did. did the one yes, year Graham did. Radio podcast show in at September. Gangshu, Gangshu, yeah. Well, but I didn't start the podcast in Tampa. I started the podcast in Fort Lauderdale. Like, when I moved here... I'm telling you it wasn't 2020. I'm telling you it was. 2020. I, you know what? Okay, let me give you a timeline. I pa- I passed the bar... Or I started the podcast September 20th of 2020. I did about 50 podcasts from September 2020 until December of 2020. I found One Music Collective on, on Indeed. And then I... Mo- then I... um. What happened? Then I, I moved here right at the end of December, maybe. No, I think January 3rd was my first day in Tampa, 2021. And then we met when Perception and Katara, it was before they were Katara. We met in 2020, bro. No, we didn't. We did. I know for a fact we did, that we because did. I when just, in 2020? I just looked, January of 2020 when was, I was at 3L at Nova? It was, at like, the, it was had to be at the end of 2020 because I just looked up when you dropped the podcast yeah. with me and Mike, and that was in January of 2021, and it didn't go up right away. So we had to have known each other in 2020 because we did the podcast before that. We may have met like December 31st of 2020. That might have been like the earliest. I gotta remember who performed at that. It was uh, literally Perception, Natalie, Seth, and then there, there, there are other members of their page. That was a good show. Oh my god, the coolest! Really good show, and it was such a cool way for for me to be like indoctrinated into the Tampa music scene. It kind of everybody was kind of in one place at the same time. It was cool, you know. Man, it really solidified the reason that I moved out here to Tampa. Because the whole reason that I moved out here was for people like you, people in the music scene. Because the music scene, one thing that I've said this on the podcast so many times, dude, moving to Tampa to be in music now is like investing in Amazon in the 1990s. It is getting huge, and it's going to get a lot bigger. Unfortunately, thanks to COVID. Well, well, why do you say that? Because of COVID, most of those major cities don't have nearly as much going on as they used to have. And people are moving to Tampa not only because of real estate, not only because the general work-life satisfaction is better. Uh, even though the prices are rising here, they're still cheaper than in New York where there's nothing going on. Right. This is like one of the last places on earth you're going to go to have a pre-COVID type lifestyle. Like my friends in New York still can't do half the shit that they want to do. That's insane. 
So if you think it's been almost two full years since the, the start of COVID, people are still stuck in that kind of mindset. And we're out here, Gasparilla Music Festival, all sorts of... Dude, I DJ'd a gigantic giant party crowds. with a There's bunch nothing, of people for Gasparilla. It's like, if yeah. they don't make rules, then you can't say, you know, it's right or wrong. It just is what it is. So, you know, when they can have festivals like that here, why wouldn't you want to be here? You can have... Yeah, but I mean, I mean, big, big stuff is happening in Miami, too. Like, you can go to Miami right now and, like, go to club space and like, I, I'm party just saying Florida, but Tampa, obviously, as a result, like, a lot of people don't want to move to live in Miami or right. don't want to Well, I think it has a lot to do with what you said, real estate prices, but sort of what affects population. Like, the population in Miami is, I mean, forever yeah. and ever and ever growing. Also, I mean, I, I, the population I'm, here is growing. I'm the, that's, but that's what I'm saying. That's a good, it's amazing. And mm -hmm. dude, there's so many places that are being gentrified, which I love. Like, uh, there's so many um, places in Miami. Or, wait, I'm not a scientist, but, well, I am an attorney. But what I've heard is that Miami is going to be like underwater in like 10, 15 years. And I don't know how true that is, uh, whatever, but I haven't heard that about Tampa. So here I am. <laughs> <laughs> God, my soundboard is so fucking, it should be like more accessible. Ugh. Good over there, Chief? You want to take a five? No, no, I'm, I, think I'm, I think I'm good. I'm just moving shit over. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> what have I done? I mean, dude, th what I'm doing right now sort of is, is also in line with, like, what I was saying earlier. I mean, we, we've seen each other grow as artists, you know? Like, what I've seen from you is I, I, I wasn't there for the release of 101, right. but I showed up when that had recently like right come after out. that, basically. Like, right, right after it, mm -hmm. yeah. And then, like, all the shows, uh, that, that I, I, me seeing you perform at Shuffle, which I, oh, God. You know, when I first started the podcast in, in Tampa... I was talking so much about Shuffle, how, and I was going so often, and it's like, I just can't fucking go anymore, which is so annoying. But it's like, I can't do shit during the week anymore. Like it, it's, I, mean, I used to not be able to, but now I work 8 to 5 Monday through Friday, so I can do basically anything I want now. That, I mean, dude, I work 8 to 5 Monday through Friday as well, but I feel like I can't do, like, because here's how I work. Okay, so I work 8 to 5 Monday through Friday. I wake up at 5 every single morning. And it's like, I do, I like to have a morning. I like to make myself some eggies. I, <laughs> I like to read. Who, who lets this guy just be out here, bro? I know, I know. Such a fucking psycho. I like to do shit during, in the morning. And like, if I am at shuffle until 10 p.m. And 10 p.m. is when things really start at shuffle. I wait. An early bedtime. I've never slept in my life since the minute I was born. I just don't sleep. So for me, it. If I'm in bed trying to sleep by 1 a.m. and I got to wake up at 6.30 for work, that's fine. And I've been like that. When I was working at Enterprise, I was working 50 hours a week yeah. just over there. I had a second job, and I would drive an hour from work through traffic to get to Ebor just to be on the scene because oh I didn't God. know what. And I did that every day that, I mean, that's amazing. Like a year. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Until I actually moved from Pasco to Tampa. Because when I first came from New York, I wasn't in Tampa. I really? was I was in Pasco County, yeah. I wasn't any. I would. I only knew people. Dude, by that is a schlep. Are you still in that house? That that. Oh my god. How about th that Thanksgiving when I got yelled. You're at. a nightmare. Oh my god. Hold on. Where's the camera? Where can you look into? You, you can look right there. No, you need Me? to. Yeah, I guess over there. Well, no, or right there. I'm, yeah. Apologize. <laughs> well, no, because <laughs> I apologize. Okay, for for what? For what? Dude, for not. I thinking. got into a, an for argument at Thanksgiving. At that, you're at a that fucking Thanksgiving. idiot. <laughs> so, okay, what was like the big case that was I going wasn't on? there? No, I know. Well, I have you, no you, idea. You were there for the aftermath. Um, okay, so what the fuck was it? 
Um, I was hosting a. It was the written house. Yeah, you were hosting a gathering, and you very nicely invited me to come to the gathering. I show up in a fucking suit because I'm a crazy person, and I was just coming from work. <laughs> and the, the Kyle Rittenhouse case was going on, so I get into you know a heated argument outside about it about politics because fuck. And these girls were telling me like all this shit about like the. You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I, I should just apologize. Was, now, I, yeah. I, you know what? I'm sorry. Because, <laughs> um, where's the clap one? Hit the clap one. <laughs> oh wait, there you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Girls, I really tried, man. I did my thing. No. Yeah. Okay. So I got into an argument about, um, like, so okay, so sexual assault. Um, I got into an argument about like the the fine line between what is and is not sexual assault, and like legally. There are definitions of of what it is. And the point that I'm trying to make is none of that matters because that's not cocktail party on Friendsgiving conversation, you twat. It's really not. It's really not. Keep it together. I know. Like, it wasn't the cool... I mean, I don't know. I feel like I was being barked at by people... And I felt like I got pushed into a corner and I was making a goddamn point. You're a goddamn lawyer. It's unfortunately built into you that you can't help but debate things. Fortunately. Fortunately. Not because that's how I make my that's how I make at my bank. Dinner. That's how you go home without leftovers. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> can you do a favor? Can you move this way? Like scoot you like not like my whole person? Yeah, yeah, like your whole body. You want to scoot over that way. Thank you so much. There we go. Yeah, I mean I, I don't know. Like, am I am I really sorry? Okay, here's what I'm sorry for. I'm sorry that it blew up. That thank. Okay, so Thanksgiving it got weird because I got into an argument with these two girls about like sexual assault, and you know, there's legal definitions of sexual assault, what it is, what it isn't. There is sometimes like weird. There's weirdness that happens. People do, like, and I'm I'm not minimizing what it is. It's a terrible, terrible thing, and people really do go through it, and it's the fucking worst. There's a lot of of gray area with it. There's no reason to get into it at a dinner party. I know. Whether or not anything is right, it's just you don't do that shit, bro. I know, I know, I know. If I was at my job at the public defender's office talking about it with my... that's what you guys can do with the water cooler. Yes, exactly. That's what you get paid to do. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know what? Like, we got into an argument, and then I had, I like, I left abruptly. Not, like, dramatically, but I was like, oh, goodbye. And then I, I left, and I don't know. I, I am sorry that, I that like, I brought that negative juju to the energy. There, to, there the, to, to the energy. Thank you. De- I appreciate I de- your like, apology. Whether or not I was right or wrong, it doesn't fucking matter because I definitely affected the the energy at the, at the, at the establishment. Damn, that's bars, though. Affecting the energy at the establishment. That's not bad. It's grams. Put it on a scale. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do you need me? Like, I could probably just put a cardboard <laughs> cutout here of me, and you could. Do, you're doing great, bro. <laughs> Are you sorry? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel. Uh, yeah, wait. He's, so, for the audience, he's pointing at, at this. There you go. Hold on. Boom. Yeah. I'm sorry, psych. Oh, wait, what the fuck? Hold up. There we go. There we go. Sorry, I'm having some technical difficulties. Okay. All right. So let's let's talk about something a little different. Let's let's switch up let's switch up the conversation. Now what I want to know about is this. So <laughs> can I you, can, cool. I could do that. Yeah, so can you read what you're looking at right now? 
So I'm going to read the original post. Obviously, there's a distinction there that I edited it to translate. But at first, this is how it came across. Rapping over vocals is literally lip syncing. If you have no choreography or stage performance planned, you're whack. We need to stop pretending this is okay in the underground. And underground is in caps. But I changed it to say, not that you're whack, but you're not ready. And the performance in and of itself is inherently whack. I want to add to it. You're also not getting ready. Sure. It's kind of... <laughs> now, and they're not ready too. Now, this Facebook post got 104 comments, and they're all pretty epic. But there's one comment in particular that I wanted to bring up, which was Yism's comment. Shout out Yism. He's big, a bull. big shout out to Big Yiz. He said, It's not that deep, fam, in my opinion, but to each his own. Now, in my opinion, it is deep. It's a big fucking deal because you need to know how to properly perform without vocals. The problem with this conversation is that a lot of the responses that I got ignored the conditions that I set as part of the post of if you're not doing choreography or adding stage production value, you know, dancers, backup singers, live band, some sort of component that's not just you on a microphone rapping over your own lyrics, doing rap hands at people. What do you mean by rap hands? Like rappers don't like when you see like a singer or somebody like there's a certain uh uh, countenance about people in other genres the way that they perform when someone's playing an acoustic guitar they're sitting down or they're standing at the mic stand like there's a certain level of composure that goes into what they they do rappers who aren't experienced on stage will either stay in one spot look down they're kind of just walking back and forth they're not engaging with the crowd if you're just rapping over your vocals and kind of like not engaging the crowd you know now if, uh, another thing is if you have fans and you, ha you make money off of this shit and you're still selling tickets even though you're rapping over your vocals, no one can say shit to you because you're already successful. But that's why I said in the underground. None of us are at the level where we don't need a day job or some level of other income to like make this also work. Okay, here, so, so, so here's a question. What is the opposite of underground? What's like the word for not underground? I guess mainstream. Okay. You know? Well, I feel like mainstream or has like context. Making a living off of this shit, not having another job. But even then... yeah. A lot of artists, a lot of musicians, like they have other business ventures that they're doing to generate income. That's an, another thing a lot of people don't realize is it's not just making music, performing, selling merch, and like living the artist life. There's a lot of other things people like what? are like, like what? developing apps, creating some sort of consultation yeah, developing, business. That's, that's a, great, a, a great way to make money, but not what I was thinking. But I, that's what I'm saying. Like Joyner Lucas, he created the Tully app and that platform just partnered with Symphonic Distribution. It's incredible. And... That has nothing to do with him performing, writing music, well, well, getting books I mean, for shows. That just seems like that's a business venture. That just seems like another thing that that dude does. Like, of course, I, like what what you were saying is that as an artist, you can do things like to make you money that that are also involved with your artistry. What you just said is something that has nothing to do with artistry. Well, look at look at Alfred Banks, who I just had here for Encyclopedia. In yeah, January. which was awesome. I, I told him to, to zip his fly up. Remember? Remember? <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, because he started performing and his fly was down. And I was like, hey, like, <laughs> I, I put it up. In my, I made a note of it in my phone. Like, hey, uh, zip your fly. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Probably thank you for that. Um, You know, he doesn't just rap and do shows and merch. He does commercials. He does all sorts of things that in his career that are not just making music. And a lot of people think that it's just about the music, and it's really not. It actually, Joe Budden said on a podcast, like, nobody gives a fuck about your rhymes. Nobody cares how good you are. Can you turn a profit? Or if you're not turning a profit because you have another business venture, then I guess, yeah, we're looking at 
what you're bringing to the table creatively. But like, the, what, what, now what we're talking about is two different things. Because, okay, you know, I podcast, I meet artists, I go to shows, I, you know, I get booked to go podcast at events, I, I, div- I produce other people's podcasts, right. that's all cool. That's all under my podcast thing. But no one's saying like, oh, you can make money podcasting like, a like A B D, C D ways and there's and, money in anything. And, but but like when people also yeah. bring up the fact that I'm a lawyer, they don't say like that that's under the podcast branch. Like that those are just two totally different things that I do. But that's again because what at this stage in our artistry, we're not at a really a level to be able to not have a day job. I mean, you also went to law school. That takes a certain level of passion as well. That's one of your passions. It's not just something you do. It's not like you're just working at a restaurant, not that there's anything wrong with working at a restaurant, but that's nobody's dream job ultimately for the most part. You know, people do that because it's good money, it's quick, it's cash, you get by, but you know, I'm sure people would enjoy being able to be their own boss and make their own schedule or make more money than having to bust your ass. I mean, dude, you're absolutely right when you say that as a certain amount. As an artist, there are a lot of other ways to make money. Like for example, you could, if you like, uh, you know, here's a marketing scheme. Here's a marketing scheme. Um, so, you know, there's 32 bars, 16 bars. What if you made four bars and you just put out crazy TikToks with just four bars and then you DM people and said, hey, for a feature, 50 bucks. And then you had all these random little four bars and then you throw people a 32 bar for their song. Then, then you're a feature. That's a cool way to make money. And then you're featured on a whole bunch of songs. It's the same thing as me guesting as on other people's podcasts. Yeah, any appearance you can make, any sort of visual content that you can put out is going to supplement the music you're making because again it's not you you know very a few years ago you could put out a song on soundcloud and be in a complete nobody amateur and it could just blow up yeah it's so hard to do that now because so many people release music and now the access to apple music spotify to the major platforms is easily accessible to anybody if you don't know how to do that google it or hit me up if you're new and you you know want to understand well, what would you like, say to someone who is new do your research just Ask the questions that you have to Google, and nine times out of ten, 800 million other people are thinking the same thing. But if you actually really don't know what you're supposed to do, whether it's releasing content, X, Y, and Z, what you said about Tampa is right in the fact that there's a lot of people here who are doing a lot of really cool things. And if you get with the right person, you know someone who can get you to the right person. Right. I, I just think that it's really important to like put out music, you know? It is important to put out music, but again, the music isn't going to make you the money. The music is like the music is like the warehouse and then all of the other things that are actually generating revenue is like the product that's actually being purchased by end users, customers, consumers, businesses, whatever your audience that you're marketing. Like selling is. tickets. Exactly. My, right. I'm not gonna and how are people gonna buy your ticket if they've if they can't pull you up on Spotify? Right. But again, like I mean? you said, it involves marketing, it involves knowing who your target audience is. A lot of people just put out music because they want to put out music, but I know that my music is not meant for 15-year-old hip-hop listeners who are listening to a lot of the trap and the mumble rap, and there's nothing wrong with that, but you have to be somewhat I feel like that literate. Might be, I feel like that might be sort of a false generalization of 15-year-old rap, because, dude, when I was 15 years old, I was listening to The Grateful Dead. But when I was 15 years old, I also hadn't been to college, gotten fired from jobs. I haven't lived a lot. Like, this is why, so this is why I didn't like Jay-Z when I was growing up. Okay. I had no idea what he was talking about. Real, oh, okay, okay. I was okay. too young, and I only started listening to Jay-Z a couple years ago. I'm turning 27 this year. Like, What's I'm your birthday? May 27th. May 27th, cool. I'm also turning 27 this year. Word. We've got over this, um, yeah. Yes, but I didn't really start listening to Jay-Z until I was older because I didn't understand the gravity of some of the concepts he was working with or some of the, the pr- ways that he presented his concepts or his ideas 
And then on top of that, what he was doing lyrically, cadence-wise, everything was also crazy. So I couldn't appreciate the value of what he was saying. I think Psych 222 especially kind of shows that. You can't, not that you can't show this to someone who's 15 who really likes lyrical hip-hop, but like some of the things I'm talking about with jobs, you know, with um, just being involved in a music scene. Like you can only be so involved at 15. There's very few people in that age demographic that are able to participate on the type of scale that we're working on, which is the local news outlets, you know, this is this is the Tampa scene. We don't really extend too much far beyond that. How are we going to do that? You know, people who are involved. That right there is a question that I want to... Also, we, that, we that I want bars, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to be over 21 unless you have a fake ID to get yeah. in here. And for the most part, with COVID, a lot of people stopped going out. Right. You know, so at the end of the day... You know, you know the question of shit. how are we going to make Tampa huge is a question that I want... Not only do I want to answer, but I want... I want to be the answer. Like, that's one of the fucking reasons why I moved here. Because I want to bring artists onto a podcast where we can show how fucking awesome the Tampa music scene is. And that's that's all you can do. It's it's just like politics. You can't go into it thinking, I'm going to change anything as an individual. It's just going to take time, persistence, collaboration, and hopefully, you know, be in the right place at the right time. Yes. And kind of be lucky in the sense that you did what you needed to do to get into the room or groups to have opportunities yes. so i mean it took three years for me to get to the point where i know that like my album's dope and i don't really have to prove anything but when i first came out here i didn't know much about anything i just made music yeah. you know i have to pee be right take back. a break take a break so you, you, did you just spill white claw how much white claw did you spill it was just a little what's a it's like a, a dash <laughs> <laughs> a little splash it's Pause. cool that's not pause. A little splash. A little splash. It is now. That's, I mean, I feel like... I it, think, honestly, I think it's just you. I think it's just you. I, I'm pause. You, yeah, you like when you said uh, you want to get close to Jeff, Jeff... What's his name? Jeff Probst? Jeff Probst? The guy from Survivor? Yeah, that was what you said on the last pod with me and Albert J. I mean, Jeff Probst is the man. See what I... Bro, we have to talk about this obsession of yours. With Jeff Probst? Yeah, talk to me. So... In the beginning of every Survivor season, he is either in a helicopter or an, a, a wild animal. Not in, but on. He's doing something just manly and epic and cool. And he says, 18 castaways, 16 something else, one Survivor. And then the camera pans out. And but then the what season about starts. That is it's awesome. so are you kidding? It's the coolest. It's just, dude. The, uh, okay, season eleven, literally. No, he really fucks with Survivor. I've never met anybody this into Survivor, dude. Survivor's amazing, dude. Season eleven, literally, <laughs> he opens the season by being in a helicopter and from like another helicopter because this is before drones. They're videotaping him from the other helicopter and he's in him in a second helicopter. Yeah. And he's literally standing outside of the helicopter. He's not sitting in a seat. He's on the <laughs> wing. Just, oh, just chilling. Yeah. Well, chilling. He's screaming and yelling with 16 castaways, two tribes, one survivor. And then the season starts. It's so cool. It's so <laughs> cool. And he's just like, he's just, he's the greatest game Jeff show. Pro. Wait, how many seasons of survivor have you watched? Zero. That's not American. None. That's not American, None. dude. Well, wait, do you like any reality shows? No. You should get into them. They're fantastic. No. Dude, Survivor. Okay, that's really the only... Oh, no, but do wait. Big Brother. Oh, my God, bro. Reality shows are so good. 
the drama that happens gets crazy. Do you ever watch How I Met Your Mother? No. What what what, sh- what sitcoms have you been into? <sighs> That's a tough question. Um, I was born in '95. Like me you. too. So I we were born in '95. Didn't see a lot of shit. I so I had I was probably the last human in my generation to like have a phone with an antenna with no camera that can't text type shit. I remember those. I had one of those. Yeah. Like, I had a camera though. You know what I, I'm saying? I didn't have, that was, that didn't require any of those. I, <laughs> Hey, your little bitch ass phone didn't have a camera. The fuck? Yeah, no, I, my, my phone did not have a camera. Uh, I didn't have internet until I was in sixth grade. Damn son. It never, I'm like, not, I didn't grow up thinking like I should look that up. That yeah. was never a thought because it wasn't it, readily even in accessible like your to like me. elementary school classes they didn't have it's computers. It's not that I didn't have access to internet. I didn't have internet. Did you grow up in myself. like a third world country? Like, no. <laughs> grew up in Long Island. That's a third world country. <laughs> Very much not. That's a lot of Starbucks for a third world country. Is Pete Davidson older or younger than us? I have no idea. How Where is, are you going with this? Line of is, Pete Davidson's from Long Island. Is he? Isn't he? Isn't he? Hold on, let me look this up. I have no idea. Have you have you been keeping up with Kanye's Instagram? Keeping up with the Kardashian? No. Literally keeping up with the Kardashian. No, this I is haven't. like the male version of keeping up I with the Kardashian. I see a lot of like videos of Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson but that's about it. Pete Davidson is ridiculous. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> He's 20. It's a, that, that was the one of the first results. Wait, let me do this. Boom. You weren't looking for his age. You were looking Hold for on. where he was from, you fuck. There we go. No, I said, how old is he? I said, is he older or younger than us? Okay, he's 28. He was born November 16th. This fucking dude. Have you been keeping up with Kanye's Instagram? I just told you no. <laughs> it's insane. So Kanye will post 13 posts in a row, and they'll be up for a couple days, and then he'll delete them, and then he'll just make makes more posts, delete them, makes more posts. And he'll post screenshots of drama that E! News is posting about Pete Davidson. He nicknamed Pete Davidson Skeet, and... Now a whole bunch of people call him Skeet. Like Pete Davis. I don't know. Everyone's calling him Skeet now. Yeah, the the whole, all this drama, crazy shit. I mean, I've been into it. I've been keeping up with the Instagram about it. Do you not give a fuck about that stuff? It doesn't seem like you give a fuck about that stuff. Honestly, the, the thing with me is, so I've never been a Kanye West fan in the sense that like, his music is not in a regular rotation in my playlist outside of a couple songs from. Bro, bro, have you listened to the full college dropout? No, I've listened to all of his, if not all of his dialogue, uh, dialogue, all of his catalog, most of Kanye's catalog, because I did it because he's Kanye. I didn't do it because I grew up loving. It's not that he's not. You good showed him his respects. You showed him his respects. Yeah, That's he's, what you're saying. he's a part of hip hop history that, like, the same way that I I listened to Jay Z and I didn't get it because it's he's Jay Z. Right. Yeah. I have right. to. You know. What do you mean? That's like not, not taking the time to listen to Drake. Mm-hmm. You know. You like. You have to. If you've never heard anything by Drake in 2022 and you're like of an age that can like listen and understand to the words he's saying, like how you have to hear something. He's one of the biggest artist icons on the planet. You know what I mean? That's like not knowing who Michael Jordan is or was. Yeah. You know, it's important to give all artists the respects, but then like who you are maybe is based off of the artists that you love. Like what are the artists that you just said that you have really gone in on their music? So see that? Yeah. So it wasn't like, like Lupe Fiasco. Ironically oh, enough, okay. you know, being from okay. Chicago, um, big Lupe Fiasco fan. 
Um, like which albums? So uh, what's the one okay. with um, uh, push kick kick push, push kick push uh, food and liquor food and Fant- yeah that's isn't food that his biggest is, album? That's the I think that that's his best album. I actually am also a huge fan of Tetsuo when Youth. A lot of people didn't so good like dots album. and lines. Oh, don't sign. Fantastic. Don't sign. Don't yeah, no, sign? I, I'm a, oh, I'm wait, a huge, don't sign. Don't that's dots and lines. That's what they're saying. Don't sign. He's talking about signing a contract. How does that course go? You um, look just like how I'ma be. Dun, 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 sacred yeah, geometry. geometry. Yeah, that whole that whole The angels and Kai. So sign. So say. Something like that. Don't, don't si- sign. Don't sign. Oh, don't sign. oh. It's Grams. Damn. Yeah. Lupe is super nice. Uh Tribe Called Quest went really hard on their catalog. Like oh it, God, again, it's not to say because the conversation was like kind of like about Kanye and why don't I care about what's going on? Like yeah. I never was a Kanye West fan, so I never kept up with the, got you, got He's you. a celebrity. I just don't fo- follow that particular celebrity. I listen to everything he puts out because mm-hmm. he's Kanye West. He's a culture curator and everything evolves usually into half of the he, That's a anyway. great phrase. He's you know, a culture curator. Yeah, he's just keeping the movement going. You know, he's Kanye. His personal life, you know, Einstein wasn't a great dude either, you know. Einstein wasn't a great dude. Why? I don't know much about Einstein's personal history. The guy was a kind of a little little crazy. Like how? <laughs> like how? Like how? Like, I'm sure he was. I mean, he, you, you got to be a little crazy to figure out E equals MC squared. Not eating, time. not sleeping properly. Isn't it, isn't it crazy how like you could, okay, like me and you could put on a watch right when we're born. Right when we're born. We're a both. what? A watch. Okay, so you're born, right? Like me, let's say me and you were born on the same day. And on the date uh, that we were born, we were put given watches, perfect watches that would never come off of us and that would always continue ticking. If we just lived our lives totally separately, you know, like different times for travel, this and that, and then we met up 50, 60 years later, the time would be different. Right. That's what Albert Einstein figured out. You got to be crazy to figure that out, bro. Yeah. I mean, every, every uh, you know, listen, we could pick apart most, even if you just look at music, most of the most notorious musicians, the most famous people, iconic, influential. Everybody has a personal life that there are things that they're not proud of. We only know about celebrities' lives from reports. You trust news. You don't trust news, whatever the case may be. You are maybe subjective every time, and you just try to intake as much information as you can and make your own judgment when you need to. The balance between objective and subjective is so important. Yeah. So important to reality recognize is, and reflect. Reality or, or is respect. subjective, but we have to assume there's objective facts we live by. Like, if I'm going to throw this water bottle up, it's going to come down. If we could, if everyone's going to say, well, in an alternate universe, like, okay, then we're not going to talk about anything, you know? But all these famous people, all these people who have done shit, they're not always great outside of their creativity. Yeah. And I mean, that's look not at, an look excuse. At, like, okay, look at Marilyn okay. Manson. Look at Marilyn yeah. Manson or R. Kelly. Yeah. The How list goes R. on Kelly? and on. Bill, have, have you seen that? Bill um, Cosby, you can, there are laws that are unjust that exist. You know what I mean? But in the context of their there, twisted, there are, warped there, reality, there really are, man. it makes sense on paper to them, whoever created it, there's a, there's a purpose for that. Mm-hmm. So you kind of just have to like decipher for yourself on a moral level whether or not you're going to follow that law. That's why laws are like good and bad because if you made murder legal, people would do it every day. They would. Absolutely. I'm pretty sure generally the laws get it you right, know. though. Like, murder uh, is bad. In the sense of keeping society from falling apart, yeah, yes. But yes, yes, and that's but the goal. I think that's the goal. Let's keep society from, like, doing terrible things. I think if something is... Let's make a, sure that everybody's okay. Just because something's a majority good for everybody, like, when you zoom out far enough, that doesn't make it, like, 
not improvable. So if the way that things of are... Of course, and that's that, common if fi- law. If 51% that's of the people are happy and the other 49% are like absolutely oppressed and miserable... Like in what example? That's not working. Like, like in what situation? In a hypothetical situation, if you had a law that was, you know, affected, like I said, 51% of the population... Like what's the law? It could be anything in, okay. in this vacuum of Let's space. pick one. Let's pick we one. We don't have to. I feel like we the, do. Because it, it doesn't... Okay, okay, I'll choose example. one for you. Uh, drinking and driving. Perfect. So, obviously, if you get caught drinking and driving, because a lot of people do it and don't get caught, because there's not that many cops out there, you just can't catch everybody doing everything all the time. But for people who get caught, it might seem unfair that you can't drive for X many years, or they revoke your license, there's X, Y, and Z, but... Under what situation would it be unfair? What do you mean? Like, let's say that you were pulled over for drinking and driving. And like, if it's your first offense and they banned your license for five years, like, unless, obviously, if you... That that wouldn't be your first offense, though. You, your license gets banned for five years when you become an HTO, which is a habitual traffic offender. Right. Now, you get that if you get pulled over for driving with a revoked license Great. three times within five you years. You picked the law. So, I'm just so, saying... So, that would not be your first offense. That is a if you detail got it that's irrelevant years. to the point that I'm trying to make, though, I, it's a hypothetical situation. It doesn't matter that, that we're not talking about drinking and driving. We're talking about right. You as a person have an obligation to yourself and to the people around you. If you agree or disagree with something, you're going to stand by that or you're going to comply for a good reason, even though you might not agree with it. Mm-hmm. That's what morality is. You're choosing with your free will, whether right. or not you're going to participate in the structure of society, which is yeah. laws and rules. still making sure that you're following it. Even right. if you don't necessarily agree with but it, but not it's just important. complying because it's a law, right? You have a moral obligation as well to be like, well, you know, if this says shoot everybody with two eyes, I don't really think that's <laughs> going to be a good law for us. No, bad law. Follow. I have two eyes. Right. Correct. And Some people I- say I have four eyes, though. Oh. Who hurt you? <laughs> Somebody get this guy help. Ugh. But yeah, no, at the end of the day, man. And that that equates not just to laws, but to to the music industry as well. Like, there are rules you have to play by. There are. And if you choose not to, you can't be mad at the result. But sometimes you have to do that. Hey, you know what? You know, depending on the situation. If you choose not to, then you better make some of your own rules. (laughs) No, I'm saying. Can't take you seriously in anything, bro. It's so hard. You make it so difficult. Bro, you gotta make your own rules, my guy. I'm gonna tell you how to do it. You know what I'm saying? It's not even. It's just every situation. This is what I learned in college. It depends. That's the answer. To, that's the meaning of life. That's, it depends. That's what you learn in law N- nothing school. Nothing matters. So it really just depends on what your circumstances. Yeah. Are. It'd be great if you were an attorney. I would totally hire you. I was a paralegal like, for five weeks out of college. Dude, listen. Here's the plan. Go to law school. Become a lawyer. No. By the time you're a lawyer, no. I'll be able to have a bunch of partners or, or a bunch of uh, <laughs> clients, and then I'll hire you an associate. My grandfather was a New York State Assemblyman. My one uncle was a Supreme Court Justice What's in an New York. Assemblyman? I don't really know, honestly. <laughs> I just know that that's what he was. That's I've cool. looked it up before. I just, you know, I'm not fluent there. Okay, um, here, I'll look at it. Wait, but keep telling, keep telling. But yeah, uh, you can pull him up. Armando Montano. M O N T A N O. My so my uncle is a, was a Supreme Court. What was Court the name? Uh, ambassador? No, no, no not ambassador. Assemblyman. Assemblyman. And you'll see probably the article of uh, the state of New York <laughs> suing him because he allegedly is incited this him? a riot. Is this him? Uh, 
Armando Montano, October 10th, 1928. Does that sound accurate? Is it that does, your it uncle? Does sound, yeah. Was your uncle? No, no, that was my grandfather. If that's his birth date, let me. Let me see. Was an scroll, American politician. Scroll who down served, real quick. I'm pretty sure that's that's it. Yeah. He served in New York State Assembly mm-hmm. from the 77th yeah. district. Yeah, that's it. I, I, I just oh my didn't know gosh, dude! He first. served for what is that? 13 years, 1969 to 1982. What he's, a crazy time to be doing anything during those years. Yeah, he, oh my gosh. He's a he's a depression, Great Depression baby. Um, he was also an amateur boxer. <coughs> Sorry, but Jesus Christ. <coughs> <coughs> Brutality. Hold on. I need <laughs> Instantly to, dies. I need to take a sip of water. But yeah, there was a there was a gathering of sorts that he um What the hell happened? They like made it so like the gypsy cab drivers in, in the Bronx couldn't be cab drivers like legally the or something. Gypsy cab drivers? Yeah, look at you you, Dude, you can look that let's up. Let's start an indie rock group and call it in, derailed the pack. whole conversation. Well, what was it again? What was it? Indie, indie pack drivers, pack. What was it? What the hell was it? That's the, the great hash slinging, the ha- slash bringing. bringing. You fucking idiot! <laughs> <laughs> oh god, you're killing me. What was the it? Gypsy cab drivers, dude. That, the gypsy cab drivers. I'm trying to tell you that's about something some that would. It would sound like this. Grandma's mad racist. That's not ra- racist. No, I'm no. picturing like an indie band. I'm picturing like pasty white kids with like really, really dark hair. and with The gypsy cab drivers. The gypsy cab drivers. You're so stupid, bro. They would only wear red and black overcoat, like like um, like um tuxedos on their first music video. Really okay, I'm getting too deep into this. this. The gypsy cab drivers. Um, I'm down. Where I don't know. Are you, do you want a history lesson or do you oh, want to go? Oh, yeah, yeah, because I pulled You're this. doing cutaways like Peter Griffin. <laughs> That's exactly what just okay. happened to me. Four Puerto Ricans will take seats in legislature opening January 6th. This is an article from 1970 by Alfonso Narvez. Your uncle is apparently in this. Arm- oh, hey. So my grandfather is Armando Montano. Here we go. Here and we go. my uncle is Armando so Montano. They have when the seat. legislature con Venice in convenes, I guess, in Albany on January 6th, for Puerto- four Puerto Ricans will be sworn as senators and assemblymen. Senator Robert Garcia and Assemblyman Manuel Ramos will be sworn for the third time while Assemblyman Armando Montano. What's up, Armando Montano? This is the Graham Radio Podcast. We'll be in for his sec. Second, second, second term. Bro, are you an alien assemblyman? Second, wait, the South Park episode is that what you're referencing right now? No. Is that what you're talking about? No. Because the, I think you're an extraterrestrial, <laughs> like in Men in Black. Like, yeah, any extraterrestrial. Have you, seen, have you seen the Men in Black movies? Yes. Oh, so good. What the fuck? What the fuck? Hold on, we're having problems. They are. They are very. Hold good. on. Oh my god, we're having technical problems. No. Stop. But yeah, long story short, hold on. We were wait. talking about me being a lawyer. Okay. All of my family members were lawyers. I have. A Am I just gonna approach. have to? Nah, hold on. We're having some technical difficulties. Okay, and we're back. Boom, boom. It's working now. Yes, we're good. So yeah, that's my grandfather. Um, my uncle, also Armando Montano, was a New York State Supreme Court justice. Uh, and then my other uncle, Ricardo Montano, was a county legislator, and he had ran for state senate at one point. This and, is all in like win. the 70s? Well, no, so... Did my, you so, know these guys growing up? Yeah. Yeah. No, are I, are I, they still around? 
Yeah. Well, my grandfather isn't. Um, he passed away when I, went, uh, when I was in like, I guess it, I think it said 2007. I think I was in seventh grade. Something like that. Yeah. That, seventh that, grade. That's when he what, what, when he retired in 2007. No, no my or grandfather no? passed away in 2007. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, in Wikipedia, he had he had Parkinson's. Mm. Um, but yeah, I was saying he was a he was a boxer, so maybe that was associated. I don't know. Probably. Um, you know, same thing with Muhammad Ali, I guess. Um, but yeah, no. Long story short, politics, family members who are lawyers, and I didn't as in a professional capacity. Once I got through college, I realized that's not what I wanted to do. Because mm-hmm. like I considered it heavily. I wanted to go to school originally for economics, and then I wanted to go to law school, and I bounced around topic to topic trying to figure out what I should do. So I want to tell you why you'd be a fantastic lawyer. I just want to tell you why. A big I have part. No joy. There's no joy for me there. Oh well, no. I. I but this is like, so, you know, I've told you before that I think that you would be a fantastic lawyer. I don't think I've ever really analyzed the reason why. Like, whether or not you, like, um, agree with it, but I think that you will. Like, you're so good at explaining your point. You, you, you are fantastic at it, and you say a lot of words very, very fast, which can kind of, like, totally destroy the opposing party. Dude, if you were in court, and you were defending someone, or... You were prosecuting someone, and you started performing your opening statement. Oh, the arguments that you would craft. I was a paralegal for five weeks, bros. Everything I expected to not like about being. What did they have domain. you do as a paralegal? <laughs> I've always hoped this conversation will come up. So, my sister babysat the guy's kids and told me my sister told me that you know they were looking for paralegals so the guy was a lawyer is i'm pretty sure he still is okay do you Um, you remember what kind labor law okay cool Um, please continue and my mom's a stenographer or she retired she still works but um she's been a stenographer for a very long time incredible job um and she was a beast at it but she still is she's just you know she's been doing it Mm -hmm. for a minute um I've been around the law thing my whole life, and I just so, did something about it that never... So, when you were a paralegal, what were they having you do? Uh, you know, getting coffee creamer and... Uh, like, was re- it scheduling redacting. events? Oh, wait, no. Redacting what? Redacting, like, documents with, like, a Sharpie, and, like, I have... Ne- that was my first job out of college, was as a paralegal. I didn't... I learned some things there about the law. You know, I looked at employee handbooks and right. stuff, but f- a lot of the time I was watching surveillance footage and marking down instances of you know when people were showing up at a place to cross-reference with their story saying that oh but i pulled up x y and z times at this were they spot. having you watch um footage of injuries it, it was just footage of instances of something occurring on screen I, you know I don't, okay i don't okay. want to say any specific details because i don't yeah, know what's cool. going on with the case but someone obviously was like appearing on screen at some point and they wanted us to mark down every instance. But we're talking weeks and weeks and weeks of footage. Oh, my gosh. On, like, fast forward. So you're just looking for something to go, all right, word. And then mark that time down. And then, you know, see if there's a hole in that. And it was just, you know, this is the, the dirty grunt work of mm-hmm. being in that line of business. And Like, and, like for know, example, um, uh, I think that sort of it, what. So I, w- it, I wasn't there for the purpose of being there a long time. I think he, I he offered me a job. It wasn't working out. I had a job two hours after I got fired from the, from that place. Where did you start working? Uh, so I went to Five Guys Burgers and Fries to be in a management position 
because uh, I worked at Five Guys for a few years while I was in college as my like side so, job. So, dude, that, I go to Five um, Guys when I'm feeling greasy. You know, <laughs> greasy. Yeah, yeah. Five Guys is, is that's a, is a, Five Guys a nightmare, is the but grease. A, five Guys is a grease fest, dude. That's gross, and it's true because my clothes smelled horrible after work. But worked at Five Guys for a few years. After I left the law firm, I went to Five Guys as an assistant general manager. Found out a month after working there that the GM lied to me from the district manager. He told me that that position doesn't exist. It was the lowest. Oh. it was the lowest performing <laughs> store. store Wait, in New York. what? Oh, you know, he completely bullshit. It was a. Me. It was a. It didn't exist. What do you mean? Like there was no assistant GM position. I walked into the store and said, "I need a job" because I worked for Five Guys for a few years and I, yeah. I was in Hopog, yeah. and which is in Long Island. And he was like, oh, word, yeah, well, we got this position. I see you have the experience. I'm looking for someone, blah, blah, blah. And then like a month into, or a month and a half, two months, whatever it was, into working there, I talked to the district manager, this guy's boss, and he was like, yeah, that position is not, that's not something we're doing because that is the lowest performing store in New York State. Oh, so that position does exist in other five guys. Yeah, if you have the biz, if you're the worst. How long did you work at five guys for? A few years. How many burgers did you eat? Countless. Did you get fat? Yeah, I mean, I in college, I was like, I went up. Oh, and me down too. Every well, year. it's still same. I, I gained like thirty like, yeah. pounds from like high school to college, mm-hmm. and then like I lost a little bit, and then I gained. Some How much more do you weigh? A bit. Uh, it's been a minute since I weighed myself. Probably, probably like one seventy five. Seventy five. Something like that. Yeah, I can see. I can see weighing myself. How, How tall are you? Like five, five nine, five ten. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm pretty average. I'm, dude, I'm thick. I'm thick, dude. I'm like 205, 207. I'm thick. What are you eating? Um, right, a lot of chicken wings. Rice. All right. So that's a good, all right. The first step is admitting. <laughs> Why are you eating so many chicken wings, bro? That's like the most inconvenient thing to eat on the go. Why is that inconvenient? Oh, well, yeah, on the it's go. A, it's a chick. I'm well, always on uh, Did the I go, say so. on the go? Did I? Is that what I just said? Did, when you didn't you ask have, me my favorite. How on often the go. is chicken wings like your lunch? Is that what you do on lunch? I had chicken wings for breakfast this morning. And like regularly, no, not like on the reg. But like, okay, so I went to Costco and they were selling these party wings, and they sell them sometimes. And you bring them home, I air fry them, and they're delicious. There's also, dude, Bill Maher Station. We've been eating mad chicken wings since the Super Bowl. Wait, I gotta tell you about Bill Maher Station. Hold on, I'll be right back. Hold on one second. It's still recording. Are you good? Yeah, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. I had to, dude, I had, I'm a big fan of Bill Maher Station. I'm a huge fan. This is my second piece of merch from Bill Maher Station. Best wings in Tampa. Never been there. They're amazing. A homeless man told me about Bill Maher Station. <laughs> I was at a coin laundry, and this dude was just chilling there. Young did, dude. Probably like, probably like 29. Did you ask him what the best chicken wing place he was? He was talking to everyone. And but is that what you use? You were like, you know what? Maybe this guy knows something. something I was about new wings. to town, and I didn't know where. <laughs> Got to start somewhere. I didn't know where good chicken wings were. I didn't know where the spot was, <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, Bill Maher Station." I'm like, "Oh, okay." So I go to Bill Maher Station. I get 25 wings for 28 dollars. Yeah, and it is the best chicken wings that I've had in a long time. Word. Yeah. Like, okay, if you we just went to this place called if, Hiccups. Wait, wait, hold Carol, on. I gotta say this. Really hold dope. on. Hold on. If you went to Florida State and you've been to Hobbit, it was as good as Hobbit. Okay. It's, it's now psych. Please continue. How many Florida State watchers, listeners do you have on this podcast? Come on, baby. Go Knowles. Everybody here at Florida State. If I say so myself. 
is grams. So, <laughs> grams multiple multiple of you is that what that is grams? Put it on a scale or like it's grams, like grandma, like it's grams. It's grams, or like you know grams, grandma, grams, unit of measurement. That's what I said. You didn't say you. you what did you say? I said like grams, like grandma. And yeah, yeah, grams. Yeah, well, I was agreeing with you. I was saying oh. like yeah, grams, like grandma. I was like I'm in the twilight zone. <laughs> that would have been the second time that happened. On hey, the nah, bro, I said that shit. The fuck are you gonna do about it? Nothing. I fucking said that. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. It's in the, the the devices that you set up. Sir. Oh God. I so okay. Before got we started mad sidetracked. Before we got before we got started with the podcast, I did something today that I've been I've had this idea for for such a long time and I can't believe that I didn't do it before. Talk to girls. Um I did talk to girls today. I did talk to girls today. <laughs> wait, wait. Fuck. Yeah. I should have done that one. I got a new button. Yeah, I got new buttons, okay. dude. Wait, I, bro, I talked to a girl today. <laughs> Wait, how did we get to this? Oh, yeah, something that I've never done before. With the yeah. cameras, I did a split screen. So, okay, so I should back up. On every single podcast that we've done together, I've been here the whole time. Pressing these buttons. And I don't want to. I don't want to. I just want to. I want this. I don't want this and this. I just want this. So... I figured out a way to do split screen and I did it for the majority of today. And then I, I don't know. I hit like some button and I fucked it up. Now it's like, now it's like this. Like, look how stupid this looks. Now it's like that. I mean, I can like change it and like take you off. But previously, previously you were like that. By the way, if you're listening to this right now, thank you so much. And I love you so much. Also, big shout, to, big shout out to my listener, Guy. Guy. Guy is this incredible human being who I met. In, when I was on birthright, that's a every, if you're born Jewish, you have, mm, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you get a free trip to Israel, and it's fantastic and beautiful. Every single everyone who's listening to this, who uh, is Jewish, do birthright because it's it's an amazing experience. Guy was our main security guard, not the soldiers that come on the birthright trip because every birthright trip, the so when you're in Israel when you're 18, you have to join the army. So when people are in the army and like they're the good dudes, they get to go on these birthright trips. So every trip will have army members on it. This wasn't that guy. Guy is not that. Guy was literally our security. Big dude. One of the funniest, most awesome people that I've ever met. And he listens to this podcast and we text about it. And I just, I I love him. So big shout out to him. Forgot why I brought him up though. Why did I bring him up? What the fuck was I just talking about? God, if that isn't so Graham Radio Podcast, I don't know what the fuck Cut is. Cutaways, bro. You're, you're cutting away too much. Yeah. Um, but, oh, yeah, yeah, What I was saying was, if you're watching this podcast right now, you'll see, like, all the fucking bullshit editing that, oh, God, that's so upsetting. I mean, I can just keep it like this. This is kind of okay. I kind of fuck with this. Still can't. My angle, I can't tell which camera. Is that one? That's you. Have you been watching the? Well, I guess not. The I was gonna say the Kanye West Genius on on Netflix. It's pretty amazing. Like I know that yeah. you're not. I know that you're not a big like Kanye fan, but I should watch more stuff. I've you know I'm definitely not like the most educated when it comes to kind of like the news and current events with certain things. I it's I remember reading a uh, an article about Most Def, and he was talking about like people saying like how much music that he said that he hasn't heard. And what does that mean? What he was saying was that there's so much music out there that 
is new, that's really good, that people want me to listen to or like think I would like, in addition to all the music that I already know about from my connections and just people being popular. He was like, I, it's impossible to listen to everything you really want your hands on. And at some point you just, there's just a whole bunch of stuff out there. You know, you can never listen to all the music. You can't. You can't. There's so much out there. And I remember when I was reading Sherlock Holmes, excuse me, he talks about like you have your mind attic and there's only so many things you can put up there. And it was brought up because uh, Watson was like, how do you not know that the earth goes around the sun and that the sun doesn't go around the earth? And he was like, how is that helping me solve crimes? Huh? What? Who's Watson? You never, you don't know anything about Sherlock Holmes? Oh, oh. Sure. No. I said when I was reading I, Sherlock I, yeah, Holmes. No, yeah, no, I heard that, but Watson is his, you know, his right hand man. Oh, oh. And okay. um he was like, How do you not know like anything about our planet? And he's like, I don't have room in my head for that kind of stuff. That's useless information to me. I don't know anything about that part of science because I need to solve crimes here on earth and you know my initial reaction you to can that, only hear so many put so yeah. many things in your playlist you know what i mean you know my initial I mean, rea- you can't, you can't, my initial reaction to, to that example is like it's important to know that the earth revolves around the sun but then upon further thinking it's like well is, is <laughs> what's it like, that doing for like, me <laughs> what's that really doing for me like if, if i didn't know that i think it's important to be aware well, of like hey like yeah. i'm a person on earth maybe i should know like why there's seasons and shit. Right. <laughs> there's there's useful information there, but yeah, for the most part, like I'm not sitting here studying what's going on with life on other planets if that's not going to help pay my bills, you know. Mm-hmm. And if I if I could do that, if I would, if I was a scientist and wanted to, like, yeah, that's cool. But I want nothing to, you know, that doesn't help me write rhymes. Sometimes it does. There's some cool space bars in things, <laughs> but you know. There's only so many people here that can relate to that. And that's not even being like metaphorical, literally like what do people care? There's probably multiple alien sightings that have been very obvious and people are just like, eh, rent just went up. I don't care. I don't know if there's, I don't know if anybody's ever actually seen an alien. I'm, I'm sure. I'm very skeptical. I'm sure our concept of alien is grossly over exaggerated. The stereotypical. Like the green guy. Yeah. I've seen they uh, found uh, what like bacteria in water molecules on Mars. That's life. Even if it's the beginning or if it's the remnants of and now starting over, it doesn't matter. There's there's shit out there. We don't get it. We don't even understand most of what's in the ocean on Earth. And it's 2022. Isn't that wild? We know. Yeah, we know nothing. (laughs) We don't know anything. You know what I've heard about the ocean? I talk about it like it's some kid in high school. You know what I've heard about the ocean? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Ocean gossip. The vast majority of it is just empty. Like the vast majority of it is literally just to like, our knowledge. Uh, when you're looking at something, there's a blind spot that your optic nerve can't see or process, I should say, and your brain fills in the gap, and it makes a color or makes an image that would make sense for you in your circumstances. Is that why you can't see your nose? Is that is that what that is that what the same thing is? I mean, that might just be another thing that you're dealing with. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I'm just mainly. What, what, what spot is it blind? I, I don't know. What or the, is it creating I don't know what the image? I mean, or is it the whole image? It's it's a blind spot. You can't see it. You're not going to be able to locate it. Right. But I couldn't tell. Yeah. I wish it. we had like blind spot lighters. They have like you charts know, of it. And shit. No, but I mean, like in your eyes, like if something was about to get into your blind spot, 
and you know on your car when if someone's in your blind spot the like, rear, rear like mirror if somebody's behind will, like, you but blink. you can't see them the, yeah it'll it'll blink though like the there's a there's like a light that goes off i'm sure that might have helped a lot of people that no, yeah, a lot I'm of saying it would be that would have changed a lot of movies it would be cool if it was in your eyes though you know what i mean like if it, like Listen, whoa. elon musk you know all the google glass shit it's not we're not far behind are you down for neuralink because i am Hell i'm no. so down absolutely i, I want to get into the metaverse as soon as possible the next thing that i'm buying myself is not gills rift dude shit's going on i want to check out vr no question yeah get, just, on, that's metaverse that's literally neuralink I just, yeah i just don't want to get oh, too involved me. i've seen sword art online I don't like this. Soda, uh, what? Sword art online. What's it's an anime. Sword, sword? Oh, oh, it's an anime. Got you. It's about them going into a video game, like a virtual reality game, and getting stuck in it. And if you try to leave the game, you literally die in real life. So they just have to keep playing the game to win, and it gets crazy. There's uh, on Black Mirror. There's a there's an episode where um this guy like created like a computer chip. And he, every he like, night, didn't he like clone people and put them in his little fake Star Trek world? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. So he would put that episode he, is crazy, dude. The way that because they're is still insane. alive in real life, but like. So let me explain what it was for you're the creating another consciousness. Exactly. So this guy is like he works in a big office, and there's a bunch of people in the office, and this guy is he's like the brains of the operation. It doesn't get any credit. Well, it, it, yes, that's what it was. He's just that, he's butt hurt that his boss is being a dick because mm -hmm. he without him they never would have been there. And he's yeah. like, in the way he copes with it is by bringing people into his fake world by using their DNA right. and so then he bossing was the them IT, around right, and like, owning so them. He was the IT guy. Yeah. Like, but like not the not like the IT guy. He was like the software developer. He was the software shit, developer yeah. of the company that got gigantic and he doesn't get any of the credit. So or the, money the people who owes. his colleagues, the people who he works with, he um picks them like as I guess at the, at his if he doesn't like them at his liberty or if he yeah. whatever. Yeah, if he doesn't like them, then he has something set up at home where he can up, like, literally steal their um, conscience, basically, and just input it into, like, this video game that he's, like, the it's god It's not of. even that he's stealing it. He's, like, it's, like, taking something and, like, copying it and printing it mm -hmm. that's already, cop like, printed. Like, the people in real life are not affected it's just that their conscience also, but doesn't that also happen, exists. I'm in... pretty sure, like, that happens, though. Like, that's how it ends. Because, spoiler alert, one of the women in it figures out how to contact herself. Right. Yeah. And um, he, one of the one of the people on the outside. they, like, knock him out in there so yeah, he Yeah, knocks really him out. And then anything. he, like, everyone leaves the dream or the, the trip or whatever. And then he's stuck in it for eternity. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, no, oh, that, God, that so, shit was so really, much crazy. That was a really good episode. There's so much crazy shit on Black Mirror. I haven't seen a lot of it. Dude, I've seen a few episodes here and there. Uh, uh, another one that fuck, that scares this the fuck out of me. It, it's, it's it's related because it's also about time. Um, this dude is just stuck in a cab. The whole episode, he's just in a cabin and he's there with an interrogator, and the interrogator is just trying to get him to admit to what he did wrong. Now, what we don't know is that that isn't happening in real life. In real life, that scene is just within an egg. And the controller of the egg is the interrogator because the guy inside is in jail and the interrogator is a state attorney, an investigator trying to figure out what happened here. So he, what did he do? He like, did they hook him up to something and went inside mm -hmm. his brain type shit? Exactly. Exactly. Now, so he did like inception yeah. type shit. He like stepped in his dream and was like, Hey, like let's talk, blah, blah, blah. And mm -hmm. like, you, this feels kind of normal, but not really. It gets so fucked up. It 
That's cool. Yeah, Black. And then I've literally seen like five episodes. So so I've another big part of that episode. Another big part of that episode is like so on the outside. This is just like what this guy does. You know, like he's one of his cases. He has multiple other cases. So the way that he fucks with people sometimes is like this. He takes the egg, and on the egg he can just press a button six months, and to him it's just a button click. But to the person in the egg, it's six months of solitary of like just a just whiteness. Just like just pure whiteness, like there's nothing there. They're just stuck in this jail cell in, in this little thing, and this dude can up oh, six months, five years. And then at the end of the episode, he likes it's like infinity for someone, and it's like you're just forever in limbo, dude. So fucking terrifying. Everything, oh, is, uh, yeah. all oh. of the movies were right. Terminator, it, bro. I was at Walmart, and I was just walking down an aisle, and this fucking Roomba Walmart assistant device. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, it's real in these streets. He was literally like this, like... Actually, this is probably a better representation. It kind of looked like this. He was like three, three and a half feet tall, maybe, and was kind of just like, you know... And then he saw me, and he was like, hello, do you need help with pricing? And I, like, literally almost punched it in the face, whatever its face might have been. I'm, I'm Google searching it right now because it I was need crazy. to find this. Just, I just searched Walmart machine. That's, that's, that... Type in like Walmart like hey, hold on, pricing robot customer service type shit like that it was rolling around like basically a Roomba and just like scanning things and not bumping into shelves and it was not good. Okay, okay. I just searched Walmart and then he asked me a question. What did it ask you? Like, do you need help with pricing? Is it one of these? Was it this? Was it this thing? Sorry, this is a very old computer. See, that's, like, attached to a post, though. And it wasn't gigantic. I, I guess, yeah, it was kind of like that, I guess. Here, wait, let me see news. Maybe there's something. The robot... Ro- no, type, like, type in, like, robot uh, pricing in store. Pricing robot. Where is it? There's a Sand Club one. Wait, wait, let me see this. They're ev- apparently they're everywhere. I talked to somebody. They're like, yeah, I've seen that at a few places. Like, all it was doing is instead of you having a, a unit okay, to go okay. to attached to the um, wall. The, this article from oh my god, it's from two days ago, two twenty five, twenty twenty two. Robots, robots everywhere, especially in the store. This is by Dan Berthiaum, senior editor, technology of chainstorage.com. Robotic innovation continues spreading across the retail enterprise popping up to automate an increasing variety of tasks. In September 2021, I wrote a column about how robots are becoming a mainstream feature throughout the retail enterprise. In the... Oh, my gosh. An ad. Get out of here with that. In the five months since robotic automation has only become an even more popular means of streamlining retail workflows. It doesn't really say, like, what they are. That's what I yeah I would I would say. Okay, it, it just says like autonomous floor scrubbers and stuff. Damn, imagine like you're an invention and all you are is an, is a floor scrubber. That's like your whole purpose in life, just to scrub I floors. Got, I gotta find you a picture of this motherfucker. It was crazy shit I've ever seen. I want to see this. Let's see here. Ugh. Great podcasting, bro. Did Good you shit. did you pause it? No, it's okay. still, still recording. Inventory robots and pricing robots. Yeah, no, you're right. Okay, yeah, it was just standing in front of a post. That's basically it. Yeah. So he's just. Oh, so that's what. Okay. So he's just rolling around. He's got like a scanny thing. Like, yeah. 
laser shooting out and he's like, do you need help with pricing? And you go and scan it and it tells you how much the thing you're holding if there's no price on the Interesting. shelf. Interesting. But... I don't, I, don't, tr- I don't trust those fucking robots. Why are we They're funding, increasing prices. Why are we funding robots? Stop it. We've all seen... In like, For productivity, psych. What do you mean? Yeah. It's all about efficiency. We must efficiency. cut costs. And, and, I, and at some point, the robot's going to be like, oh, wait a minute. If there's just no humans, then there's no problem. Because that's what's not over. efficient <laughs> is uh, us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not good, bro. Yeah, okay. I firmly believe that it's okay. actually... You want to know the real way that would happen? Here's, okay, here's the real way that would happen. Elon Musk comes out with Neuralink. People start to put Neuralink in their brain. Fast forward 20 years. Right. The people who don't have Neuralink in their brain can't be a part of normal society. It's like not having the internet. Yeah, there you go. The internet. Because the one thing about the internet, it's not that like people in impoverished parts of the com- country don't have the internet. It's just not in the capacity that we have. But a lot of the nations in the world that still don't have all of their people with internet like that's something that they're working on because news uh quick access to information looking something up at an emergency whatever the case how may about be. how about signing up for anything and, i mean you know most of the world lives on less than a dollar a day so there's not much they can really do except gain information and use that to their advantage oh is that still accurate a dollar a day i mean maybe now with inflation maybe it's a buck 50 yeah but at the end of the day <laughs> At the end of the day, it's not a whole lot of bread. <laughs> even if it was $10 a fucking hour, it's not even that good. So. <laughs> shit really sucks elsewhere, bro. It's not great. You know, now we got Russia and Ukraine and we're sitting here waiting to democracy somebody. I guess I don't fucking know, man. But there's always some bullshit going on. Bro, I could you know, let's go to war, dude. Let's sign up. Fuck it. I'm not. I'm you down? not shooting for nobody, bro. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Yeah, I've I've played a lot of video games. I had my fill already. I'm good. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not a soldier. Um, I'm not gonna got be a, sold. i I'm not my a soldier. Other, so my other uncle was a paratrooper in the uh, Air Force, and what was I, his name? Ruben. Cool. That's my. Uh, he was my stepdad. Yeah, he, he was. He was a paratrooper. Shout out to and Ruben. Love Ruben. He's. Uh, he, I asked him. I was like, I, I, I'm never going to jump out of a plane. I don't care what anybody says, unless you're offering me a million dollars. I'm not jumping out of a fucking plane. Uh, That'd be kind of fun, though. No, I'm good. I, what, what if you did a backflip? None of that changes the f- jumping did, out of the plane. What if you did part. a can opener? Bam! Woo! Yes, Graham is America. Fuck yeah! <laughs> Uh, what the fuck are we talking about? Bro? Paratroopers and yeah, uh, jumping out of plane never. He said every time he Walmart. did it, never gets easier. And Walmart. Yeah, you know who I wish was here? Defaz. Defaz is great. Love oh, Defaz. I would love to have Defaz in here. Why? Why are you thinking of Defaz? Defaz like, Graham's thinking about you. I'm thinking about you. If the it, I just feel like if the three of us were in here, it would be a, a really fun convo. That'd be that'd be cool. He's the man. Danny's awesome. Oh, he's great. He's great. Fucking asshole. <laughs> That's for you, Defaz. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Danny. Yeah, I mean, white lie. You know, we still do that once a month on uh on Fourth Mondays. Dude, yeah, Defaz your your spinning. listening party was on Monday. Yeah, how was that? It was fucking awesome. There were mad people there. That's all incredible. right, so it's a listening party. I listed out all the performers. I was not performing. It was free. Everybody thought I was performing. I Why said, weren't you performing? It's, it's your list, listening party. It's a listening party. Yeah, it's, not a, like, it's not an album but it, release. But it would be lit if you would perform like one song. An album on. release party is where I'm going to like 
put on a crazy performance, perform the whole album, get a band, backup singers, like the whole fucking... Yeah, my guy, but you got to sing like one. You got to give them a little sneak no. peek of what's coming. So what listen, with every listening party I've been to, except for like a couple exclusive ones that under the circumstances made a lot more sense. This is a month, an event we do every month. It's a listening party. I'm there to have fun and chill. Drink. I try not to drink before performance so that I don't forget shit. Or, you know, I like my wits about me when I'm on stage for the most part. Sometimes I like to get lit because it's just like kind of loosening up being good under pressure but for the most part I try to be on my shit Lucy, you I'm try to be on. lucid yeah I'm not trying to be like faded I've performed drunk and it's like it's hard mm-hmm. people who are like consistently good at like performing drunk like it just comes with experience from, from well it comes with it can also turn into a problem because like if exactly. you if you if you can't perform sober that's when it becomes of an course, issue no but I mean the truth of the matter is is that you really should always be prepared and if right, you're so lit right. if you're so lit that you can't perform and you're somebody who considers yourself like a professional Either don't perform or don't get drunk. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 You know, it's just, it's just is what it is. But that's, you know, that's besides the point. We're talking about some other shit. Um, Walmart. <laughs> You're still stuck on Walmart. I'm telling you that robot was not cool, bro. How did we get to Walmart, though? What were we talking about before Walmart? I don't know. We, well, we started talking about the listening parties, really, what we landed on. Yeah. It's, prob- yeah, it's yeah. probably the most relevant thing. But I mean, no, it was cool. Yeah, it was cool. We had the vendors come out. Uh, Do you have an idea for the album release? For, yeah, I'm good. I mean, yeah, I st- the plan that I originally had was obviously not at that venue. I had multiple performers booked. I had a host booked. Like, I was, you know, with COVID, I threw Encyclopedia. You know, it was at the beginning of January. The second or third wave, whatever you want to call it, of COVID was pretty pretty rough. Mm-hmm. I was able to break even for that show, which is awesome. For my first show ever, that's, that's amazing. That's cool. Like, but I know at least personally, like, about 12, 13 people who were like, I have COVID. I was directly exposed to six people with COVID. They weren't trying to come out. Yeah. And I respect that. That's cool. Right now, I would like to not have to fight so hard for so little. And when I say that, it doesn't mean the people who are showing up aren't fucking awesome. That's not what I'm saying. Right. We could be doing so many greater things. And right now, I think it's the time to reallocate my time and resources to stuff that I really desperately need, which is visual content, social media presence, you know, I show up on the scene, I show love, I pull up to different events and stuff, but I'm trying to get to that bread. And I'm all at my job, not just at rap. Like, mm-hmm. with music, I'm trying to have fun and be as best as I can be in my space, you know? Uh, like, do, you f- do you ever feel like your job bleeds up. into your artistry? I mean, inherently, it always does, because it's it's ma- your main money source, you know? But yeah. I have the opportunities, so um, I work with Velocity Resource Group. I just joined the sales team over there. They're in the recruiting space. It's a great place, great company. Uh, my bosses are real cool, um, and I have the opportunity to make it a ship. Shit, and and like they support like what you got going on. Yeah, awesome. no. Every job interview I've done since like twenty eighteen, you brought I've, up. I'm you're, you're very transparent about what I do because nice. I don't want someone to try to take it some type of way a few months in and be like, oh, well, I didn't know you do this, and I heard this and didn't. You know, mm-hmm. people get real petty. I, for me, it's the same exact thing with job interviews. I bring up that I have a podcast. I'm like, yeah, yes. like if you're going to, this is what I do. If you feel like you're not going to enjoy X, Y, and Z about it, don't listen to it. Don't give me a problem about it because this is what I do. Right. You know, I'm not out here talking nonsense or, or doing anything controversial. Yeah. I'm just, but the, and, you know, a, a lot of jobs, like they, they'll really appreciate you being upfront and honest with them because For the most part, some like, of them don't care. Dude, you know, you man, know? a lot of jobs, don't want that. So when you bring that up there, that's that might be like a game a, a deal breaker for them. But 
if you if you're not transparent about it with in the beginning and then they find out later it's like yo we would not have been okay with that you should have told us well i mean they really can't discriminate against that but yes they could in their own minds be like all right well we're not going to hire him for whatever reason because we don't want to deal with that i feel like it, but it, i did the same it, thing okay. with enterprise they they grill every job that i've had has grilled me about it too it's not like they're like okay cool you do music like listen i'm a hip hop artist mm -hmm. i hang around, out around rappers Sometimes around rappers that I don't really want to be around. And that's just a general statement. That's just people sometimes in the scenes that I'm in. There are people. What, when you say rappers, though, it sounds kind of like, yo, like thug. Like, no, what, not at all. Wait, no, no, no. Hold I'm on, talking about like. What I'm saying is there's a difference between saying there's certain people I don't want to be around and there's certain rappers I don't want to be no, around. That's, those are two very different statements. There are people and rappers in general in the rap scene, just like in any culture, whether it's work or anything, there's going to be a group of people who are just like, you're not going to want to deal with. Right. And I'm not talking about, it has nothing to do with like thugs or anything. That's not what rap, I mean rappers who like don't know the process, even if they're new, trying to tell you how to do your business or right. like we should do this and not really getting to know you and not knowing how to actually. Yeah. People always move. have ideas, you know. Or at, at a, in a job situation, a coworker who's too, a little too liberal with trying to get to know you and talking about your business with people and like it could be anything yeah but you gotta have to just you gotta keep your call you just posted about this on facebook you gotta keep your colleagues separate yeah yeah you need to build a work, boundary. work you're not at a work a to make so friends important. and i treat the music scene the same way because i very much in my whole life i've always wanted to you know you want to be liked by people yeah. and then you get concerned about how people perceive you and shit but none of that shit matters because no matter what you do you're going to be perceived in a certain way so mm -hmm. you just gotta not be a piece of shit so Don't even. I'm not even telling people to be like, a good you person. Want, you want to know what's the best, man. Half decent. Person, you want to know what's the best, like your two best friends. You know what I mean? Like, like right now, I'm. Uh, you're probably thinking of like one or two people who's like really your best friend. Like someone who is like been with you forever. Like for for I, I have a couple. You know. Right. And it's like being with them is just the fucking that's that's who that's you that's like that's who you are with your closest friends and as you get older things change you know? too and but, but listen man what i'm saying is like that is when like boundaries are 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 off that's like your true self now when it comes to building up a reputation for the things that you want as goals whether it's a career in corporate whether it's a career in being an artist whatever it is Building your reputation requires certain boundaries. Of course. And that is the importance of keeping colleagues colleagues. Although right. there's nothing wrong with being friends with your colleagues. No, there's not. You just, you can't go into yeah, a go ahead. situation looking for friends and you can't also be, Oh no, no, no. you can't also be like, that'd be wild. If you were directing your life, just looking for friends, you're nuts. You're nuts. Well, a lot of people are like that. They're looking for people to like them and they're looking for people to support them and be around. But at the end of the day, like I said earlier, you don't really know somebody at the end of the day. So you just kind of have to like move. Do you keep learning? Nobody's really like supremely an expert at any point. You have to, constantly adapt and at some point in time you're not the the, the number one subject matter expert in your immediate vicinity like it, it fluctuates and you have to be okay with that not everybody can just be on top of their game all the time forever it's just it's just not a thing yeah um, wait, wait how does it how does it relate not being the best um at your subject matter and then what was the other thing it was uh like, like oh like um how long you've been in the game yeah and at the end of the day it's not they call it a game because you have to if you're playing there are certain rules that you kind of have to abide by. Yeah, and and, and within some of those rules, you have to choose you, if, you, if you you're abide the game by them for a certain reason, with you boundaries. To to, 
And you're walking into it knowing that. A lot of people go into rap and think they're going to, like, change shit or do something so unique and amazing. Like, at the end of the day, bro, there's only one Drake. There's only one Lil Wayne. You know, there's only one Snoop. Mm -hmm. And there's a whole bunch of really successful people who aren't household names. But if you're in this to be one of those people and, like, are willing to do anything to get there... Those are the type of rappers that I'm talking about is people who are in this because they know that there's money in it and they're not really here to like grow and learn from this. Like I, I rapped for years before I ever performed or did anything like I was not comfortable sharing shit because I knew it wasn't ready. Mm. And now I can walk into any room. What were you writing? It just it wasn't poetic. There was no rhythm. It, it was boring. It wasn't uh, compelling. Well, this is pencil to paper. I mean, I used to uh, write in a notebook, and then I used to also type in the computer because gotcha, I didn't have you, a smartphone. Okay. I didn't have a smartphone until much later in my life, so uh, everything was on my like desktop computer. I didn't have a laptop either. Mm-hmm. This big ass fucking <laughs> giant ass monitor. Yeah, um, that shit was trash. You know what I'm saying? Like it was it was garbage. I had one of those. Um, the computer and the bars when I started were horrendous, <laughs> um, but I didn't show it to really anybody until I was in like junior senior year of high school maybe like a little bit of 10th grade but mostly junior senior year and i started writing songs in place of essays like i was saying before and it was working wait wait were these essays that teachers wanted you to turn in as essays as assignments as essays and as instead you, you turned it in as poems basically Do you yeah remember what the poem was about I, but I no, it was songs to a beat, like songs to a beat. Yeah, like I like I so was, <laughs> instead I of handing a teacher it, a paper, you hand him the fucking like and sent uh, her, like a USB. Like, I sent her. Right, the, here you go, check, check the shit out. But I didn't record it. It was just the writing, and yeah. I sent her the music that went with it. That's cool. And she told me to stay after my senior year uh, English teacher. She told me to stay after class, and she was like, "Bro, like this is." You clearly understood the assignment and were able to express it in a way that was like very natural to you. And it was about Great Gatsby, actually. And I wrote a whole segment because the I think pretty sure the assignment was like, take a look at the the character development here and what ultimately led to the end ending. If you've never seen Gatsby, I'm not going to ruin it because it's amazing. Ruin it. It's um, been years, and I've read it and I've seen it. True, it's great, but um, basically talk about what happened in sequence and how it led to you know his ultimate fate and. I just was able to write it in story. What's the main mode. guy's name? What's the main guy's name? Um, Gatsby? The, no, he's not the main guy. <laughs> he's not the main guy. There's a oh, di- uh, what's his name? Nick. His name? Nick. Yeah, yeah. Nick C- Caraway. I think you're right. Yeah. It. Yes. Like. Yes. So what was it? He basically watched a group of people completely crumble. Because he, he he met the... There's basically... I don't remember the fucking... I don't remember the plot. But he sees people cheating on each other and uh, there's a bunch of money involved. What's the what's the Great Gatsby about, Psych? You remember? Because I don't. <laughs> I got to read that shit again. <laughs> I'm not here to do the... I already did the assignment like mad 10 years ago. All right. Spit <laughs> it, dude. No. Um, but yeah, no. I, I turned in the assignment and she was like, this is like awesome. And then I did it again in college. I submitted my final paper... Basically talking about like social and poli- social and political commentary in hip hop and like other music genres over Jesus over time. Talked about opera. Talked talked about reggaeton music. Obviously hip hop. I used some of my own bars. I had a C in that class all semester because I was just it was a time in my life that I just I stopped giving a fuck for a second. And I submitted that paper and he gave me an A Whoa, for wait. the. Why'd I get an A? 
it was a time in your life that you just stopped giving a fuck for a second. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, there was shit. It's life shit. I don't want an awe. Fuck, I don't need your pity. Um, no. Is that better? It's not working. At least you know which buttons do what now. That's a significant improvement. I'm, I'm learning, dude. Laughter. Applause. Yeah, it's... It's grams. Put it on the skate. What was the orange one? You skipped that one. No, I didn't. This one? Nope. Which one? The top left. This? Oh, the theme song to the Graham Radio Podcast. Got Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I love you. Peace. Yeah, one of those. No, no, no. That wasn't the end. That <laughs> I, was, thought you were, I was like, all right, shit. That was, <laughs> that was really good. I um, just fucking cut it. Like, yeah. Hey, all right. Man, <laughs> these things happen. Um, you know what? Fuck it. It's been a while. This has been great. Can we? Uh, this is going to sound so dorky. Can we freestyle to finish it? For, you want to freestyle? Graham, your freestyles go like... Four bars, bro. I don't know. Do you got the stamina for a freestyle? There's only one way to find out. Let's let's. You really this. want a freestyle? Can I spit like a written, or like you want like an off the dome? Like I don't, you know how I feel about both, freestyling. both, both. Fine, Graham. For you, the, sure. Do, do the first one written, and then and I'll do a first one written too. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm, I can't I do that. It. That's terrible. I gotta save the the better. Okay, okay, I content. Got you. I can't finish up with it off. The, I'm not great off the dome. If you pick a decent beat, it might, it might, sometimes the demon comes out, but. Here, wait. It's not my thing. I always go to one guy for my beats. I'm going to go to a different guy. No, 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 not. Um, how about. <laughs> I'm searching Migos type beat. Oh, God. <laughs> it's probably better to freestyle over than actually spit a fucking. Oh, shit. All right, this is the Graham Radio Podcast. I swear to God, I thought and that we was got already on the track. Psych Montano in the house. Psych's about to spit a 16. He might spit a 32. I don't even know. How about you? Woo! All right. I could probably do something with this. Hmm. There's a devil in my mind. I'm the rebel to heaven, never second guess to liberate so precious in my time. Right without hesitation, my pen is out of line. And there's a venom in my eyes. Ingesting a recipe, can't expect to be commiserate, dreaded to combine. Stimulated, pressed, incredibly paralyzed. Ready to be revived. Give me the highest intensity meant to be given. Anybody voluntarily, let me go see the light. Let me ascend to heaven, better be satisfied. Head is made in the sky. Generally, killing sense of perfection, unless I'm injecting the heroin. Split is uplifted to the spirit, lyrical gift to the ear. It's hella collecty when I'm speaking, image identified. Listen, I paint the picture of a sonic paper, the think around see ink is like liquor, I got you drink it to liquid tax like a poverty stricken, watch me demolish, but live a sip of tequila for nice. Wanna be God, but I'm little, try to be hard, but I'm brittle, I will be lord, I'm a sinner, I can be stronger or quicker, I should be more than invisible, that individual, but victory bit is with time. Alright, so I did spit the written first. That was crazy. It's absence-minded, mansion music. Check that shit out, boy. The verse is... Yeah. Grams. Put it on the scale. I got the longest list of all these chickens fish. I got the longest list, yo. Put it in the dish. I got the longest list. Yeah, you know that I gotta wash her. I'm gonna watch her in the back room. Yeah, you know I'm watching ya. Yeah. It's cool. Girls, they drool. For me, I rule. For you, you cruel. But not in the cool way where a cool guy's pretty damn cool. In the cruel way where nobody likes that fucking dude. Uh, getting a lot better. I got the longest list. Got a Why girl's are you kiss. Spoofing me. <laughs> got a guy to get. Uh, 
Got a girl to kiss, got a fish to sip, got a whip to split, yeah. Got a wig to split, gotta shit the brick, gotta hit the stick. <laughs> it's grams. Pick a different beat. Let's rap. You want to rap? Let's rap. Come on. I'm in rap mode. I came here in rap attire. Got the, the shirt from Gats. Shout out Gats. We got Psych Montana on the Graham Radio Podcast. It's Put it on the scale. I gotta hear it drop. I don't know if I like this beat. Where's the 808? I'm sorry to whoever made that beat. I'm just, I've heard tens of thousands of beats. I'm not, I'm not dissing you. Say, that beat all the way with That beat all the way from Christmas, y'all. Okay, I got you. I'm spitting written, so I'm not freestyling. Okay, I refuse. that's fine. I refuse. A little, a little bit. But <laughs> let's set the mood, let it burn, and set life ablaze. Protect the tomb, Mother Earth is alive and decays. Paradise is a ways away, amazing we. Paradise is always away, amazingly. Uh. Paralyze when I contact the snake, repeat. Imperialize when I contact is made. I see Medusa, angel on shoulder. Colorado weed got me bolder. I'm stone writing rhymes ahead of my times, New Roman. Old New Yorker, yet times is new on my news reporting. My soul is purer than ice brewed in the hugest cauldron. Heisenberg used my mind on fumes of what you in coughing. I clue the morgue through the door, cross the hallway, go walking. Who's the boss when it's you who's stopping into this office? We ain't offering interviews, not a proof for the public. You wish you was us, but this is just how we do for starters. So overdue for the stardom that in my room there's stardust. View a process so flawless, extraterrestrial Martian in the UFO saucing. Effortless execution, shooting the target, sending nukes to the projects, I'm on one. Kaboom, it's over, clatter shrooms, hallucin the jargon. Step through the portal, illusions come in twos when you're on the border of used to and almost. Before abusing the skull, infuse it with knowledge, fortitude of a human with organs. For the music recordings, it's what I do for the culture. Uh, 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 yeah. Yeah, got a one called Harry Potter. Got a big she wet like water. Got a girl she looking at me. She like you. Who is he? I'm that R A H M, but I forgot that G. Never forget that G grams. Got it like a scale. Yeah, you know that I'm so damn pale, and I don't even gonna impale, gonna impale, gonna impale, gonna start staring, gonna go gear, gonna go crazy, gonna go wait, hold up, maybe just trying to kill it on the beat. Yeah, you know I'm not discreet. High school trait played water polo. Oh, <laughs> and I said fuck the popo. No, uh, uh. crazy, crazy. I'm so damn loco. Mm. Uh. Not from Tampa, reppin' local. Mm. Uh, yo, what's that boy? He's Joko. Uh, yo, you want some? And I said, no, no. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a good beat. Put it on the scale. Good job, person on YouTube. Who did this? Who did this? I like this. Shout out to Free Migos X Drake type beat. 
It's called Haven, and it's by 183 Real. It's by 183 Real Chance. 183 Real, Real Chance, Migos, Drake nice. type beat, Haven. Fire beat. And Psych Montano just rapped on it. Grams. Put it on the scale. That was kind of cool on the beat. Aight. Aight. That was dope. That was dope. Great podcast, dude. What we do? We chilling. I think I think we can end it. Yeah. Yeah. Always ended on rapping. That's that's a great place to end. But yeah. You already know, man. It's Psych Montano. Shout out Graham Radio. It's Psych Montano. Shout out Graham Radio. P to the S to the Y to the CH222 is out now on all major streaming platforms. Hit me up for merch. It's Graham. It's Psych Tampa, New York. You already know what it is. Oh yeah. Now, for the listeners, thank you so much for listening. I love you. Peace. Gramps. Put it on the scale. Good shit. Good shit.